This episode includes negative depictions and simplified stereotypes of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than ignoring parts of the park's history, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact and learn from it and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only. Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Wollen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel Nablock, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has a waterfall in Rainbow Caverns. You can see some of the water falling off the stalactites and the beautiful purples and blues of the Rainbow Caverns caves. On the back it reads, Rainbow Caverns, the Rainbow Ridge Mine Train tunnels deep into the beautiful Rainbow Caverns, where surging waterfalls and multicolored stalactites and stalagmites are viewed in breathtaking splendor. It's postmarked July 15, 1969, with the Phoenix, Arizona, Smokey the Bear, Remember Only You Can Prevent Forest Fires Cancel, and the postage stamp has been removed. I assume they visited the park on Thursday, July 3, 1969, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 85 and a low of 63. It's addressed to Mary Cesario of Dillondale, Ohio. It reads, Hi Mary, this sure is a wonderful place. Spend eight hours here with Henry's brother and family. Had a nice time. Henry leave for park Friday. Be gone five weeks. Love, Rose. I chose this postcard because of an odd connection the Enchanted Tiki Room has to the Rainbow Caverns. Continuing from last week's episode of flipping through the 101 things you never knew about Disneyland, I came across some fun trivia about Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. I know over the last four years and 200 episodes I've mentioned the Tiki Room, I may not have mentioned these specific facts about the 60-year-old attraction. One of the more famous stories about the opening of the Enchanted Tiki Room was the Barker Bird in front of the attraction. The bird acted as a carnival barker, inviting guests into the attraction. There was an issue with guests crowding around the barker bird, as it was probably their first encounter with an audio animatronic of any kind. As I mentioned in episode 178, sent from an oddball, one of the first ideas for an audio animatronic was going to include guests meeting a little Confucius in a Chinese-themed restaurant on International Street off of Main Street. This idea shifted to the Tiki Room which was originally going to be a Polynesian-themed dining experience. The other concept behind the birds of the Enchanted Tiki Room came from Frontierland. 
While preparing to expand the mine train through nature's wonderland, one of the suggestions was to add mechanical birds. The concept of adding birds was scrapped, and before the Tiki Room birds flew to Adventureland, there was a possibility for them to make their debut at the 1964 New York World's Fair. Pepsi-Cola was interested in sponsoring the Tiki Room, but plans fell through and the Tiki Room opened in Adventureland. Getting back to the Barker Bird, he was removed from the exterior of the building and became a regular singing bird in one of the corners of the Tiki Room. If you've enjoyed the attraction, there's a chance you've sat under the famous Barker Bird. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has a scene from the Jungle Cruise. There are animatronics playing instruments and dancing around. Nearby, you can see a thatched roof hut and a campfire. On the back, it reads, Headhunter Country. Entering Headhunter Country on a trip down the rivers of adventure, a jungle boat passes colorfully costumed natives, celebrating the kill of a lion in their village along the river banks. It's postmarked June 25, 1963, with a San Simeon cancel and a four-cent purple Lincoln postage stamp, Scott number 1036. I assume they visit the park on Friday, June 21st, 1963, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 75 and a low of 60. Park attendance that day was 26,855. It's addressed to P.U.C. Song of Eugene, Oregon. It reads, Saturday, 6, question mark, 63. Hi, we'll write this while waiting for our breakfast. Spent yesterday at Disneyland and are going to Knott's Berry Farm today. We'll hit Marine Land and Newport Beach tomorrow, Hollywood Monday, and then work our way up the coast via 101. The weather is cloudy and would be heavy with rain in Oregon with these clouds. Claire. I chose this postcard because Claire was at the park just two days before the Enchanted Tiki Room officially opened. While she was at Newport Beach in Marineland, guests could begin enjoying singing birds and flowers in Adventureland. Some other history of the Enchanted Tiki Room includes a renovation in the mid-1990s. First, the Adventureland Bridge and Gateway were expanded, which meant the Tiki Room entrance was pushed back. At the time, the attraction and surrounding area was 30 years old, but was built so well by Harper Goff and Raleigh Crump, most of the original carved tikis and surrounding structures of the pre-show waiting area remained intact and in good enough condition to stay in the park. Inside the Tiki Room, the original speakers were removed and replaced, and the new sound design was placed in the hands of a professional concert company. Along with the new speakers added to the top of the Tiki Room, subwoofers were added to the back row of seats for additional sound and a more powerful thunder towards the end of the show. The original recordings were cleaned, and unfortunately one of the songs, Offenbach's Bar Carole, from the opera The Tales of Hoffman, was removed from the show. The song was three minutes of instrumental music, accompanied by some bird noises. One last fun fact about Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room is that when it opened, it required a separate ticket, but by 1966, it was added as an e-ticket attraction. 
This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow RussRomano2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has the phrase, Greetings from Orlando, Florida. On the bottom right, there's a woman in a bathing suit, next to a palm tree and an umbrella. And in the letters of Orlando, different images of rivers, houses, and foliage native to the area. It's postmarked August 22, 2023, with a St. Paul, Minnesota cancel and a sailboat forever postcard postage stamp. It's got number 5750. It reads, August 21, 2023, Dear Clocky, This is a delayed postcard due to my embarrassment of not finding any postcards during our family trip to Magic Kingdom 626, Hollywood Studios 627, and Animal Kingdom and Epcot 628. I actively looked but didn't ask anyone, so greetings from Orlando, Justin. Also at the bottom is a rubber stamp with a teal snail holding a red envelope and Justin's handle, at CruderMD. Thank you so much for the postcard, Justin. Don't feel bad about not finding Walt Disney World postcards. Postcards at the domestic Disney parks are becoming harder and harder to find. I thought Disneyland had a new postcard set, but I couldn't find any on my last trip. The last set I have received from Florida was a retro pack of postcards, similar to the postcards available in 1971 when the park first opened. Or there was a lenticular Mickey Mouse postcard for the 50th anniversary celebration. This is one of the reasons why I use vintage postcards, buy from Etsy shops like Going To Guides, or just make my own. I was happy to get this vintage reprint postcard. I'm always on the lookout for postcards with a retro feel. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It'd be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sent from Disneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sent from Disneyland or on Twitter at sent from Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland PO box 44 hood, California 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States postal service or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.